y'all hey this is your girl Tamarin Tamarin little wife mom writer influencer thriver cancer survivor blessed and highly favored all of that all of that and welcome to another episode of talks with Tamarin where I talk about everything mom life inspirational things and everything in between um today's episode guess who the speaker is guess who the guest speaker is me yes yes um i have really been um you know wanting to get back to uh recording episodes and um things like that so i'm here you know you gotta really make time people always say i don't have time but you make time for the things that you want to do right yep um today's episode and i was you know torn around with this um title but i'm just gonna go ahead and go with it it's the power of your no the power of your no the no that i mean is n o exclamation point exclamation point period period you know no the power of your no um one thing about it is especially with women um it's hard for us to say no it's hard for us to say well let me just speak from my perspective here or my experience it's hard for me to say no to my children you know hard for me to say well it used to be hard for me to say no to my friends to my family members um to my husband it used to be if y'all didn't hear that it used to be but when I learned the power of my no and it's okay to say no it's okay to say no um saying saying no and the reason why it has <clears throat> power because when you are saying no you are allowing your voice to be heard but first you are creating boundaries all of us should create boundaries in any type of relationship at work at home um with your friends amongst family members it's so important to set boundaries and you can start that by saying no so once upon a time i was that girl that said yes to everything like um I was the friend who you would call and say, hey girl, this, 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 can you do this? Sure, I'll do that. You know, family members call. Hey TT, TT's my nickname, if y'all didn't know. Hey TT, can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah, I'll do it. Church members. Hey, Sister Little, Minister Little, can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah, I'll do it. 
until one day um something something happened and I needed help with something I don't remember what it was but I needed you know help with something so um called up a friend oh girl I can't do that called my mama she didn't answer the phone called my sisters they didn't answer the phone you know uh, hit up a church member oh I can't do, I can't do that and I was like dang I'm here for y'all every time that you call me you text me and you ask me you ask something of me. I'm there. I do it. Even though I don't want to do it. But I do it. So that for me was an aha moment. And you know it goes back to the saying where um, we depend on people too much. And we need to first depend on God. You know, because he is the author and the finisher. He is the orchestrator, right? But it took that moment for me to say, you know what? Y'all know how y'all get. If like somebody make you mad, you be like, okay, I got something for you. I got, I got something for you because I know that I know that I know that I know in my shanana <laughs> that you're going to be hitting me up for something you're going to ask something of me and I'm going to say no so that time came and y'all why even though I was upset why was it so hard for me to say no it was like really hard I did it but it was like really hard but after I did it I felt so good you know and you don't really have to come out and say no you know because my thing was if I say you know if someone say hey TT can you do this no like that to me is kind of like off-putting it's 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 really really harsh <laughs> you know somebody be like can you but no no you know it's just like the connotation of it is just really harsh so you know that that is just or was my perception so I started coming up with ways to say no without saying no but the person knew what I meant but I felt really good because I was creating boundaries I was setting boundaries even with those that um, were close to me you know family members I was setting boundaries and when I continued and was consistent with saying no, the phone calls stopped. The asking for something through text messages stopped. The always, you know, oh, I can depend on TT to do this, do that. That stopped. And what I didn't realize is how much that was draining me. You know? We want to be the nice friend. We want to be the dependable and nice daughter. You know, 
we want to be the sister from church that you know everyone looks up to and got all her stuff together and say yeah you know you can count on tt she'll be there you know she will help you out she know this she know that um she's you know very knowledgeable just you know ask her I was being too readily available for people because I thought, you know, you're supposed to be nice. And that saying no was the opposite of being nice. But saying no is being nice because I am setting boundaries in relationships. I am looking out for me for myself um for my peace um you know it frees up room to do more for you and you know this self-care is such a big thing which it should have been a big thing already but it frees up time for you to really um have those self-care moments because you're not you know handling somebody else's business when they should be handling their own. So the power of your no, saying no to things is so vital. It really is. It's okay to say no. Us as a society, as millennial women who are, you know, wives, mothers, Hosanelva, you know, all of the titles. Um, we have to gain um, a different perspective about um, creating boundaries. And know that creating boundaries is healthy for a relationship. Um, I did feel a little... Um, uneasy you know when I was when actually let me just back the truck up as my friend Devin said my husband was um he's like always the person that he will shoot it to me straight (laughs) you know and he'll be like uh no um and why are you doing that why can't they do it you know he really brings things to my attention and if you ask him he'll say that I don't listen to him and then I get like a revelation from somebody else but it'd be something that he already told me then he'd be like didn't I tell you that a long time ago but I digress on that um but back to what I was saying you know I went to my husband I was like you know I don't want to feel like the bad guy because when someone is coming to me for help and I know that I can help them and I say no he was like you're not um the bad guy he was like you just saying no you know you are protecting your energy your space he was like the only reason why they called and asked you or they text you is because they know you'll do it You know, you are the first person that comes to mind when they need something. And you got to stop being the fixer. 
I was like, the fixer? He's like, yeah, think about it. You know, when people call and ask you this or that, they're coming to you to fix it. And it really dawned on me that, you know, he he was right. He was true. Um, growing up, I am the oldest, the oldest um, child um, within my mother's children. So it's like three or four years in between me and um, the next child, my sister. I was as the as the older sibling and giving our you know what our family dynamics were I was looked as looked up to as the fixer as um the one who would get everything straight fix it and make it better pretty much kind of like um uh like the mother role um you know my brothers and sisters would look up to me for money you know lunch money or this or that or you know something like that so I grew up you know just I won't say being thrown into that, but um, growing up in that type of role. So when I became older, I was still, you know, in that mode. So I was that friend who lended a helping hand all the time. I was still seen by my siblings as um, TT of Fix It. TT will help out, you know, and it took me, I was probably married for like, let's see, Kaden was a baby, probably I was either pregnant with Savannah or I had just had Savannah and, um, I had a lot on my plate. Yeah, I think I had I had Savannah. I had I had a lot on my plate. Um, Savannah had um, RSV when she was like a week and a half, two weeks old. And during that time, like I said before, you know, I was the one who my siblings called, including my mother. So. If my brother wasn't acting right, my mama would call me. Um, his teacher had my email address and would email me, you know, if he was act, acting up or whatever like that. And I was pretty much his advocate. I, I mean... I was like the contact. I had so many emails that in my inbox, y'all, 
I had created a folder. And it was like Corey school emails. <laughs> At the time, I did not realize like how deep. I mean, like deep, deep, deep. I was in it. But then what I did start to realize is that when I would get the call to, hey, he doing that, la, 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 la. And then I would, you know, calm the situation down, give my advice. My advice wasn't taken. So it was like I was just blowing hot air. Like, you know, why am I wrecking my brain and I got stuff going on in my life, you know, with, you know, just having a baby and, you know, baby being sick. And then I get a call thinking it's emergent. And then I put out that fire and give some great moral advice and then it's like I didn't say nothing (laughs) because the advice ain't you know was not taken so it took like a couple times and I was like you know what Uh uh-uh like why am I gonna you know waste my time giving you strategies to help calm the situation or giving you tips to fix whatever's going on and you don't take my advice and because you don't take my advice you know what happens um and it ain't good so I was talking to my husband about it and just the just a side note y'all I love my family this is not no um you know talking down about people I'm just sharing one of the things that you're going to learn about me is that I'm very transparent because I believe that being transparent allows others to open up about their situation and if need be they get the help that they need or they figure out a healthy outlet to allow themselves to um, get what they need. So I'm very, um, I'm a very transparent person. So I just had to get that out of the way. So I was talking to my husband and he was like, well, you know, I'm not trying to tell you what to do or anything. He was like, "Um, but just, you know, step back and you know don't give out any advice you don't have to always pick up the phone you don't have to always answer the texts within the minute he was like just fall back said and when you fall back and you're not giving that advice and you throw it back on them and say "Mm, well what you gonna do about it he said, I promise you, um, they're going to stop calling you. <laughs> hey, y'all, that is exactly what happened. Like, I was like, oh, for real? Well, what you going to do about it? You know, it's like you are placing 
the ball or as they say throwing the ball back in the person's court kind of like what therapists do in a roundabout way you are solving your own problem (laughs) because they are gonna you know answer the question with the question like so how do you feel about that in that moment how did that make you feel you know where were your you know what was your thought process what do you think you should do about it what are your next steps going to be you know i got into my therapy mode i'm sorry y'all but you know you were reflecting it back on them and that can go um either way with people it can either enlighten them or it can be like well dang i don't want to talk to you no more you know um and i also started saying okay well you know what you're gonna do about or i would say "Mm, well let me pray for you (laughs) you say that people people really gonna stop calling you because they gonna be like oh she's gonna do it say let me pray Mm, yeah right yeah you are right because i am not about to be your human dumpster where you feel as if i am always available and that you can just come dump your garbage on me no the power of your no that is the power of your no and learning that it is okay to say no and that you have to set boundaries so now even before they call you or they call me they're going to think about what they're calling me for so they're going to think about the meaning of their call or you know why they're why are they calling you and it's about setting boundaries so when you say that you were setting boundaries you're saying hey um you know let's just let's just pray about this or well girl dang what you gonna do about that and that's okay and saying no doesn't mean that you always have to say no you can say something like um well mm, i got i got something planned for that day don't lie about it now but you can say oh um i'm busy i have something to do um i won't be able to make it nah i won't be able to do that you know and trust me the person will get your drift okay and to expound upon that you don't owe anybody an explanation like this is something that i have been working on the past year and it was something that like i did unknowingly as a habit you know like explaining myself 
explaining why I'm taking a day off. Why do I have to explain that? Do I do I have to explain why I'm going to the bathroom? So why do you have to explain that you're taking a day off? Why do you have to explain that, you know, you're working half a day? Why do you have to explain to someone that asks you to do something for them or why you can't do it? Why? You owe nobody any kind of explanation about why you chose not to do what they wanted you to do. But I was doing that and it became a habit. And like I seen it in my work life and in my home life and you know, every faucet of my life, like I was doing that. Oh, I can't make it to your dinner because. Oh, I can't join your Zoom call because. Oh, I need to take tomorrow off because. Oh, I um I need to work half a day because. And then that become like some like long drawn out. You don't you don't even have to do that. I'm taking tomorrow off. Oh, I won't be able to make it. Oh, you having a party? I won't be able to come. Have fun. Oh, you having a meet and greet? I won't be able to make it. And just leave it at that. Just leave it at that. Like. You do not have to, you don't, you do, you do not owe people an explanation of why you can't do something. Like, just save your breath, save the person's eyes from reading the long dissertation. Or, if you were invited somewhere and you didn't go, why do you have? why do you owe that person an explanation you know unless you told them you know beforehand but we don't want nobody no explanation of why we chose to say no it's your choice you are creating boundaries so that person knows it you know lets them further know that they won't be able to walk all over you and that you are not that friend that you know is gonna say yay yeah yes sure of course to everything you know like we have to create our boundaries without being scared like we just so people just so scared scared to say no scared to object like everybody has their own opinion like God made us all differently and he said that we are uniquely and wonderfully made that's how he made us he made us different for a reason and it's okay it is certainly okay so remember the next time you know, somebody's like, hey, can you do this? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, I can't. Because people will run you crazy. They will run you ragged. 
And when you need them, they nowhere in sight. Okay. People will, I mean, I've seen, I've seen people do it. They will come to you because they know, oh, she going to say yeah. Oh, she ain't going to say no. She going to say yeah. Well, you know, you can act such and such because she always say yeah. Not no more. Not no more. Because it causes exhaustion. Mental exhaustion. I always tell people that to me, being mentally exhausted is worse than being physically exhausted. Because when you are mentally exhausted, that's working from within. It takes a lot out of you mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It takes so much out of you. And that's what causes burnout. It's not the physicality of it. It's the mental part of it that causes the burnout because you over here, you over there. Somebody say, hey, can you do this? Yeah. Hey, can you do this? Yeah. Hey, can you be here? Yeah. Can you help out with this? Yeah. On top of the stuff that you already doing. That's mentally being mentally exhausted. When you don't know if you're going or coming. When you can't think straight. You know, when you get easily agitated. When you can't sleep. Because you got so much stuff running. And then that's when the anxiety builds up. And, you know, the depression. And you you can't put your finger on it of why you why you feeling this way. Because you, you have stretched yourself thin I can say that because I have been there I have been burnt out to the point and this was like years ago I was burnt out to the point where I had really thought I was sick y'all like literally being mentally exhausted it can make you sick excuse me I literally thought I was sick. I thought I had some kind of disease, some kind of condition. I went to the doctor. They did all these tests. Couldn't find nothing. And my doctor said, you burned out. I'm like, what? Well, you know, I have to, I have to keep moving and, you know, I got kids, I got a job and, you know, I just can't. He was like, if you don't put on your face mask first, how are you going to have the strength to help somebody else? If you are not 100%, how can you give your children 100%? How can you be there for your husband? And he put me on bed rest for a whole entire week. Bed rest. And I was thinking to myself, I ain't pregnant. Like, what you got me on bed? 
he put me on berries and he said you need to take a moment and slow down because you're so stressed out you're so stretched thin you're so burnt out for being here and there for everybody that you are neglecting yourself and I was like oh my gosh so what I do I stayed in that bed all week like literally and it was just just what I needed but I don't ever want to get to that point where I'm so burnt out that I got to be put on bed rest y'all don't want to do that you know nowadays people are so burnt out women in particular um you know is running their blood pressure up they're depressed um they don't have that love for life anymore um having strokes i mean heart attacks because you're putting so much pressure on yourself like our bodies like we are we are human our bodies is not a weld oil machine okay our bodies need um proper risks proper um diet and nutrition it needs you know to be fed uh properly spiritually wise you know all those facets you know physically and if something is lacking your body is going to tell you but you want to go so much that you don't even realize you don't even see the red flags the things that your body is telling you hey take a break hey slow down hey don't go there you know like God has created our bodies that if something is off we're gonna have a symptom but a lot of times as humans because we feel like you know especially in this day and age like the boss woman mentality like team no sleep (laughs) that ain't me because i know i need my sleep okay i mean like you have to really get in that mindset that you're gonna take care of you first and getting and being on team no sleep that's not taking care of you because you do that for years and years and years and then you've ran your body down so that you're literally sick but you done made all the money you can't you can't you can't be happy because you're not healthy because you didn't take care of you first I always remind people and myself that what's meant for you is for you. You know, if you went on an interview and you didn't get that job, it wasn't a job for you, sis. 
if you um put a bid on a house and you didn't get that house no matter how mad you are that house went for you so whatever god has planned for you he is going to make sure that you get it so you know as a society we have to learn that even <clears throat> with the power of our no that that you know comes full circle of creating boundaries self-care pouring into us and protecting our peace and then allowing people to see oh okay you know seeing what we all about like okay i ain't gonna be no you know pushover you know you're not gonna walk all over me and you know i can still be nice and say thanks for the invite but i won't be in attendance period sis do you know it's okay to say no it's okay to say no don't um stretch yourself um too thin don't stretch your stretch yourself too thin my southern accent coming out um so that is it for this episode because y'all know that i can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk um I do hope that uh, something that I said um, helped you was a reminder that it is okay to say no Um, is a reminder to you that um, setting boundaries is healthy in any relationship and that there is power in the word no. Please feel free if you're not following me on um, social on the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, or like the grandma say Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. You can find me at Tamron Little on all social media platforms. Yeah, including YouTube. Um, you can also um, find me on my blog at TamronLittle.com. And if you want to um, read um, a little bit more of my articles about how I talk about being a cancer survivor, um, you can read my articles at asbestos.com um, slash Tamron Little. Or you can just go to asbestos.com, go to the search bar, type in my name, T-A-M-R-O-N, and it will take you to my bio page as well as um, the latest articles that I have written Um, one day soon I might even do a podcast um, about my journey um, of you know becoming a cancer survivor but today I really wanted to talk about that um, how there is power in our no and it is okay to say no it is um, very healthy for us to create boundaries and moving forward i want you to create those boundaries it is not too late to start creating boundaries it is not too late to 
um, you know, set the standard for your relationships. And it is not too late to start saying no. Um, you know, we have to realize that um, self-love should be our first love. And, you know, some may call it selfish. Oh, well. Oh, well. Okay. We have to really think about ourselves. Like we, as mothers, women, wives, we have so much on our plate. Um, and so we have to learn that even though we have so much going on, we have so much on our plate. We're going to have to learn that even in the midst of that, we need to take time out for ourselves. You know, learn how to delegate. You don't have to do the laundry all the time. Delegate to them cheering. You know, assign them a day to do the laundry. Assign them a day to do the dishes. You ain't got to do everything. Assign your husband to do something. Oop, did I say that? Yep, I sure did. You know, delegate. But, um... Yes, that's all I had to say. Um, Catch me on the next episode of Talks with Tamron to find out what I am going to be talking about. Um, Y'all be blessed. Love you. And I mean it.